Alright, episode 31 of the Hot Grits Podcast. I am Travis Janon, and with me as always is Spencer Maddox. Let's go, Travis! Uh, big week for us. We're up 2-1, so we're talking Braves for sure. Uh, UGA Bama, that's another one, you know. Uh, kind the of, national kind of a big game. Yeah, uh, that could decide the fate of the national championship earlier, or, you know, you know, play a role in it, excuse me. Uh, Georgia Southern, UMass, you've got some stuff to say on that because I don't know shit about Georgia Southern. Or UMass. We're talking LaFraud Lakers, um, you know, actually just in general NBA Finals. But before we get into all that, we got Dan Quinn fired, dude. We are directly responsible for getting Dan Quinn fired. Uh, Defund Dan Quinn did not quite take off. It, it had we started that hashtag and the ball, the ball got to rolling. Right, you know Artie I mean? Blank heard us. Yeah. Um, and yeah, sure, millions of other fans as well, but he heard us for sure. And his mafio, friend mafiosa friends, they heard. Yes. Um, they started putting pressure, and here we are, dude. We paid our dues. Because I, what what changed? All I'm saying is what changed? Dan Quinn has done plenty to get fired in the past two years. So what changed? They went from 0-4 to 0-5. And we started a podcast. That's true. Yeah. And we hated on him. Now he's gone. You keep saying we. It was you that made... Artie Plank, allegedly. Yeah. A member I put it of out there. the Jewish Home Depot. I'm the one alleging. Um, the Falcons, as we said, lost to the Panthers. They were two and a half point favorites. So if you didn't bet that game and bet Panthers, it's your own fault. Yeah. We told you to bet. I mean, anyone in their right mind bet the Panthers in that game. Um, and they would have. Well, it, all, all of our listeners did. I, I sure as hell did. That's because our listeners are fucking geniuses. Yeah, they listen to us. Every single mm. one of them, too. And yeah. They're, and they're all their coolest uh, friend in their friend group. And they're special, dude. They're special people. Unique. Yeah. To, to us. You're not going to say New York? No, I wasn't going to finish that sentence for you. Unique New York. But before we get into NFL, let's talk Braves, dude. Like, we're up 2-1. This is the worst 2-1 lead in the history of 2-1 leads, though, isn't it? And if it, we're recording this on Thursday... Uh, ahead of game four. So game four starts at six, right? Eight now. Eight? Eight, yeah. Okay. Back to the eight o'clock slot. Okay, good. So we're not even going to have to be live while we're recording. Oh, no, dude. I'm going to have my pants off and chips fully in the bowl, ready to be dipped into salsa. I'm going to have a nice double pour of whiskey with like two ice cubes. I've been just, chilling. I've been relaxing hardcore while Just me and my cubes. beans, dude. Just <laughs> hanging out. Uh, I don't quite get the, is the beans thing a reference? Yeah, it's like, you know. Just me and my beans? Me and my nugs, just like naked, I, I think. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Me and my beans, me and my boys, <laughs> me and my beans. Uh, the Braves went with Mad Max, game one. That worked out well, even though Freed wasn't awesome. I thought it was cool that Snicker. What do you mean he wasn't awesome? He wasn't like. He wasn't like. Dynamite. I mean. He only pitched four innings. Gave up one run. Or no, he pitched no, he, six innings. He pitched I'm six of, innings. I'm thinking of Anderson. Anderson. Yeah, yeah, Anderson didn't give up any runs. Freed had five Either. walks though, didn't he? I'm saying yeah. there was something about it because even he, Snicker, it wasn't it was it wasn't like the uh, most nerve calming of starts for sure. But he only gave up the one run, which is a home run to Kiki Hernandez, I think. Kike, yeah. Kike. That was Kike Hernandez's first start of the postseason. Yeah, uh, that that was. I mean, gave up the one run. He didn't look like he didn't look better than Bueller. I'll say that, but. At the same time, well, Bueller looked great, and and I partially due to how tight his pants were. Those oh things, God, they were painted. Dude, on. What was up with that? He he had his pants painted <laughs> on his legs. How fucking funny was it with that? that uh, 
that reporter asked him about I'm it. You, I'm the glad game. you brought it up because I didn't want to bring it up because this is like my sort of like shtick, right? But, but since Spencer, well, dude, you guys all heard Spencer is the one that brought it up. Well, dude, you normally tell story like boring reporter stories. You're like, did you hear what this guy asked? Like, no, I, I can't believe I can't believe he asked. Cool. I can't believe he asked that. Huh? But this was the one time. Where, like, this dude asked, what? I was like, what the fuck, dude? So all this time, <laughs> even before the podcast, when I'm telling you there's a reporter story, you never, like... No, they're interesting. Boring they're you? they're interesting to me because I've done it. Like, I've, okay, all right. I've been asking questions before, so I, I know that there's a nuance to it, but I know that most people are like, okay, dude. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Damn, we'll I didn't really it. get that. It's so, dude, it's like, imagine me talking about, like, kicking a guy out of the bar. Yeah, that's true. I would tone you out. Yeah, tone you it's out fucking lame. Um... For those who didn't see, I didn't even see who the reporter was. I know his name was Mike, because Walker Bueller called him out by name. The last question of Walker Bueller's press conference on late Monday night, after the game one loss, um, after he loses to the Braves, the last question of his nearly seven minute press conference <laughs> is about this guy says, "Hey, Walk," and it wasn't even a question. Walker Bueller didn't even let him get to the question. Let's not spend too much time on this. I'm gonna but... spend a couple seconds. Right now. <laughs> The guy asks Walker Bueller, or tries to, and says this. Walker, the term Walker Bueller's pants was trending on Twitter tonight. And then Bueller cuts him off and says, probably not the right time or place, Mike. Okay. First off, it, it wasn't a question because you didn't let him get to the question. Second off, this guy's a reporter, and the term is trending on Twitter. It's trending on Twitter. The reporter is there to ask about what we what we as fans want to ask. If we could be there, we would ask. Yeah. So your job is to ask that question of the player and see if they answer it. What the f- It's the only place, it's the only time to ask that question. It's the right time to ask that question if you even are allowed to get to the question. Bueller, for me, dude, is a fucking Nancy boy from here <laughs> out. You don't wear those pants and then expect no one to ask about it. Yeah, I got more on the Dodgers. I love, I love how like I love how harsh your take is on his answer. I just thought it was fucking hilarious that the guy even asked. Well, just the whole situation. Like I kept wanting, I wanted whenever Bueller stood up, like that's it. Like stands up to like march away. What if he like had chubbies on, like super short shorts or something? Like the baggiest pants of all time. Clown, dude. Yeah, like cargo pants with ninety eight pockets in them. Do you remember? Um, I think it was a finals game. LeBron, LeBron was pissed at a, a question that a reporter oh, answered. No, not LeBron. And he stood up. He stood up. He had a suit on. He had like a suit jacket on. And he stood up and he was wearing shorts with a suit jacket. He <laughs> looked such a fucking no, douche, I don't dude. That. That's pretty fucking awesome, though. Hopefully, okay. hopefully we'll tag that in Instagram when uh you know whenever we release this. But the people need to see that. While we're but, uh, while we're talking Braves, you have an ad. You want to give an ad read for our guy Ross Howard over at Savannah. Oh baseball yeah, speaking of baseball, Academy. so over at Savannah Baseball Performance Academy (SBPA), you know, our guy Ross Howard. He's uh he's a great coach. He's a great trainer. He's got professionals. He's got you know, grades one through twelve. Uh, he does a great job over there. So whether you're a player, family member, parent. Hit Ross Howard up at 912-484-5282. Again, that's 912-484-5282. Find him on 5 Mall Terrace, Savannah, Georgia. And you can find him on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, Ross really does good work over there. That facility is crazy, man. Yeah, if you're a baseball fan, you need to check that out. Uh, can we stick to baseball and Dodgers pitchers for one more minute? Yeah. 
Uh, Clayton Kershaw. Well, we need to talk. Yeah, we need to talk Braves for a little bit. We didn't even really get in depth. Clayton Kershaw. Well, we got pretty in depth with the pants thing. Yeah. Which I'm okay with. Clayton Kershaw scheduled for game two Tuesday night. Tuesday morning at around 11.30 a.m., we find out that Kershaw is scratched from game two due to back spasms. Now, as we're sitting here recording this Thursday night, he's scheduled to pitch tonight. Yeah. Uh, the Braves have already announced today. I don't know if you've heard this yet. I'm not. They will not start Max Fried on short rest tomorrow for game five. They've announced that. So it will be another bullpen game tomorrow. Fried will be on full rest game six. Anderson presumably full rest for a potential game seven. So that's how they're going to go for better or worse. No takes here on that, but that's how the so they're trying to they're trying to win game six and seven. I would assume so. Yeah, you went into games four or three, four, and five. They got shellacked in game three, which we'll talk about. Uh, which almost everyone can feel coming. Game three, four, and five, I said, Braves are up 2-0. Try to win one of the next three. Yeah. And get to a 3-2. Get to a chance where game six allows you to clinch. Yeah. Or allows you to win. Have two opportunities. and you're. And that's, but they're clearly not going to do that. Uh, I don't think they will either. I, well, we can talk about well, it, but it, I wanted to just talk it about it real quick. Okay, go ahead. That's cool. When Kike Hernandez hits his home run in game one on Monday night, about 12 to 15 hours before Kershaw is scratched for back spasms, the camera cuts to the Dodgers dugout while Hernandez is rounding the bases. Uh, I mean, big home run. It tied up the game. It made it 1-1 at the time. Um, Kershaw is absolutely losing his fucking mind in the dugout, bouncing around, jumping around, going crazy in the dugout. About Kike Hernandez's home run, understandably. But here's a terrible look. Don't get scratched the next day for back spasms when you're jumping around like a 13-year-old at his bar mitzvah, like super, super pumped and excited, looking pretty agile, and then you get scratched for back spasms. That's a terrible look. And for a guy like Kershaw who already has... He's got a reputation of being soft or like... And playoff time. I mean, he's like, playoffs? Uh, He did say it a lot like that. Playoffs? He's been terrible. I mean, well, he's been way, way, way worse than he is. In he's, the definitely, he's definitely he's definitely been the reason that they've lost before. Like, Correct. So that's a terrible look. I think there's a lot. By the time you're listening to this, the game has already started or it has already finished probably more than likely. What, what doesn't make sense, getting back to the— getting It's a back big to the, start for him. Yeah, it's, it's going to be huge. And honestly, I was like—I wasn't like glad that he got scratched. I mean, the guy that replaced him, I forget his name. Tony Gonzalez. Yeah, the guy that replaced him pitched great. I mean, I don't, I don't remember exactly how many runs he gave up, but he was pretty dominant. He, like, he looked good. Yeah. I, I remember, like, this entire time I've been thinking that the Braves can get to Kershaw. Man. Like, Kershaw doesn't scare me to the level that Bueller does at all. Does he you? Well, for Kershaw, it's just like he's not, you're not going to score, like, six off of him in the first five innings. No, like, but you, you can get. It's not going to happen. But, you can like, get he, four. But, like, you, you can could, get four off Kershaw. Yeah, but maybe he went seven innings. And you and you got four off of them. Yeah, that's what scares the shit out of me. Is that if they can, if if any team in this series has a game where a pitcher can go seven or eight, then oh my god, all of a sudden it changes because you've yeah. now given your basically your entire bull. Kenley Jansen hasn't even pitched. Yeah, oh he pitched. He pitched, he pitched yesterday. Last night? Yeah, he but pitched I mean, yesterday. In, in what? In a twelve-run game? Or yeah. Like he also he looks shaky. Really, he looks shaky. Really high leverage. Their pin. Their pin doesn't look. They've got they've got their top of the line guys that we saw in game one. And game two. Yeah. Um, who just looked untouchable. I forget that guy's name. Uh, the first guy that came Adderall in. Adderall was the first guy oh, out of the Oh, good 
Lord. Do you know dude. how Gratterall got to L.A.? Talking about 100, 100 miles an hour tailing away from the plate. Yeah, like, and as Joe Buck and good uh, fucking luck. and John Smoltz said 100,000 times, it's an easy 100. You know, whatever the fuck that means. Yeah. Uh, Gratterall gets to L.A. by way of the Red Sox declining to take him in the Mookie Betts trade. So the Red Sox trade Mookie Betts to the Dodgers, one of the nine pieces that comes back to the Red Sox in that original deal is Ruznar Gratterall. The Red Sox don't like his physical. Sums up with the shoulder, they say. So, so then the- so then the Dodgers rework the deal. Most of the pieces stayed the same. Verdugo goes to Boston. Kenta Maeda goes to Minnesota. Gratterall goes back to L.A. from Minnesota. Incredible. So the Red Sox missed out on the best player in the deal because of his fucking shoulder. Didn't yeah, out. I mean, the guy looks like he could be... Every time I see Mookie Betts play, I why just isn't that guy the why isn't that guy the why isn't that guy the closer? That's what I want to know. Like, why are you why are we even talking about Jansen? Bring Jansen out in six and Jansen's seven. He's got over hundred and fifty career saves, man. That I mean, guy, dude, nobody's touching that, man. I know. I mean, that is saying, fucking is, insane. It's not like Jansen's your run of the mill guy. Yeah, but he's he's right along his career arc has basically mirrored Kershaw's. Like he's like right there towards the end of his prime, and it looked like he could get touched up last night. Can we talk about... um, If I'm a Dodgers fan, I don't want to see him with a one-run lead in the ninth. No. No, no, no. No, I'm with you on that. Can we talk about a couple odds and ends of this series, like the broadcast and some weird things that have happened? Yes. Uh, Okay. First off, Mark Melanson caught two balls back-to-back nights off of the same Braves batter. Ozzy Albies hits home runs and back-to-back nights in the ninth inning while Melanson's warming up. Melanson catches both of them. Okay. So before, so uh, Albies hits the home run the second game, second game in a row, right? Melanson's warming up, so is Tomlin. Probably going to be Tomlin. When Albies hits the home run, Melanson catches the ball, then sits down. It's definitely going to be Tomlin. Smoltz says, and I quote, Melanson has now given up or has now caught more home run balls this year than home runs he's given up. And sure enough, Gives Mel- up a home run. Melanson comes in the game and gives up a home run. Just like right before Kike Hernandez in game one. Literally seconds before the broadcast pops up that thing. 26 consecutive scoreless innings by Braves pitching. 26 consecutive scoreless innings by Braves pitching. And then literally one pitch. The next fucking pitch gets hammered 10 rows deep into left field. And I'm like, Dude. what are we doing to ourselves? Like, Fox Sports is fucking us. How, how terrifying was that game, too? I'm oh Dude, God. if they gave up that game, too, man. Oh, my God. Dude, they were 90 feet you can away lose. from time. Like, that game was almost tied up. The thing is, Braves fan, we can lose this series 4-2, and I would hold my head high, honestly. The- Honest to, honest to God, I would hold my head high. We lost to the Dodgers. They're the best team in baseball. We lost to them 4-2. We got two of them. We sent it to you six. you really feel that way? Yes. I mean, I don't want that to happen. Don't get me wrong. But you think but, you'd be satisfied with the season? No, not satisfied with the season, but I wouldn't be fucking humiliated like I am every other. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. Okay. If we had lost that game two and went on to lose 4-1, bro, it's over with. If they lost game two, they were going to lose 4-1, no question yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. No question about it. I mean, we're talking about another historic collapse, and they were this close, dude. <laughs> this close. How many um, runs were they up by? A billion? They were up uh, seven in the seventh. Yeah. They were up seven in the seventh. Good Christ. Thank God Al- for game Al- two. Albies made it 
eight. Albies hit at eight one. Yeah, thank God for Ozzy Albies. That home run. That home run saved so the Braves. And dude, for anyone thinking Josh Tomlin was a possible candidate to start game four, which Bryce Wilson will start later tonight, Thursday night as we record this, and presumably bullpen game, game five. I don't think J Tom is coming anywhere close no. to either one. I would hope not. He got pissed on. He was absolutely shit on. I mean, it was bad. I, dude, I kept thinking yesterday, why why are they letting, you know, I, I can never say the guy's name. You know, you know? Yeah, you know. Why are they letting him go 70 pitches? He's mowing them down out there. Bring him in when we're down a billion. Why don't we bring him in in game four and have him start game well, four you know, or game five? Uh, if you power rank the Braves arms out of the bullpen, I would slot him fifth, sixth, maybe. Yeah, but he can go 60 pitches. He can go 70 pitches. I don't think they knew he was going to go. I mean, They kept letting him go. Look, they, I scored, just wanna... they scored 11 in the first, once he gave up, once he went two scoreless innings, I would have pulled him and been like, "Okay, let's see how, let's see what this guy's got." But then you got to use a, use another arm. Who's going to get you through the innings? Charlie Culberson or something. Pa- I mean, you were, Pablo yeah. Sandoval. Who gives a shit? We were down by yeah. The game was over. Well, there's still a measure of like. Not when you're trying to win a series, I don't homie. Know. You can't go to a position player in the fourth inning. I don't know. You can't do that. I don't think. If um, I were them, I just would have walked off the field. Uh, what else Fuck we got? It. Do you notice how the tomahawk chop breaks out sometimes in the background? Yeah. Do you notice how they're not saying a word about it? And, <coughs> uh, Smoltz and Buck. Well, are... it's not like a it's not like a Braves sanctioned thing. It's you know. I know, but like the announcers have not said a word about yeah. it when it breaks out, and and a tomahawk chop here breaks out, and they pan, they'll usually pan the crowd at least. Yeah. They're not even acknowledging it, and in fact, if you like listen to this the rest of the series, I'm telling you, listen to this. If the Braves get on a rally, or if they're winning by a lot, and there's loud noises in the stands, Braves fans cheering, and yeah. that tomahawk chop starts, listen to how often and how loud Buck and Smoltz start speaking. Yeah. It's Talking like over it. They want it to be talked over. Yeah. And remember Here's the thing, last dude. year, we forget, before that game five, because the Braves gave up, uh, you know, Mike Fulton-Evich went all Mike Fulton-Evich on them, uh, that before that game five was a huge. It was talking. Well, it was the St. Louis Cardinals reliever. Right? It was like a Native American. Yeah. Oh, so soft. I, I don't know how I feel about. It. Like I don't so soft. have so soft. a take on that, but I'm just saying it's. I think it's pretty noticeable. Yeah. What they're. I doing. mean, it's it's a little jar. Like the 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 chant in and of itself is a little jarring if you're of a certain mind, I guess. Like I I can whenever I hear someone talk about it and then I put it in that perspective, it is a little jarring, but. It's a fucking chant. It's been around forever. It's not it's the fans do it. You know what I mean? Like, I understand if you uh, if you take it out of the game, like you don't you don't do the promos for it, and the fans still do it. Fuck off. You know what I mean? Like yeah yeah. Like don't yeah, don't try and talk to, over. Yeah, you don't have to like promo it or anything like that. Yeah, it's I'm gonna be sure. done either way. Like this is South Georgia. We're talking not not South Georgia, but it's Georgia we're talking about. Pretty much as Republican as it comes when it comes to baseball fans. Like, yeah, I mean, well, everyone's Republican. And yeah, everything. they don't give a fuck about political correctness, for sure. All right, a couple more things I had, at least. These can be quick. You might not even have tapes on these. All right. Um, would you consider at all, if the Braves are up 3-2 in the series, all right, game six, say Freed goes four innings, would you consider at all using Ian Anderson as a bridge? This is game six? Game six. Using him as... I'm assuming Ian Anderson is starting game six. He'd be starting game seven. Free oh, starting game oh, six. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. 
But if you use them after Freed, you would not start Game Seven. Now this is like no. we're looking oh, oh, pretty oh, far. If, in if the you're game. saying, if you're it, saying, if the Braves close out a closeout game, say they're up, yeah. say they're up three one. Oh yeah, they're up three one in the fifth. Put them out there. Put them out there. If you got a chance to win it, that's like you have to. But you have to. There's no chance they even consider that. No, I but that's that's almost like uh, like when. When you're down one, you just scored a touchdown. Should you kick an extra point or should you go for two? I go for two every time. Do not ask Mike Zimmer, Vikings head coach, about whether or not. I don't know if you yeah. saw that. Yeah, I did. That's why I was fresh on my brain. But, dude, go for two every time, If especially if you're the underdog. Win the goddamn game. Well, we it's, know what Jenkins head coach Gene Clemens would do. We know he would go for He two. definitely wouldn't punt. Well, they dude, just to give him a little credit here, they won 38 to nothing, I believe, that next game out. Uh, he kicked a field goal. They kicked a they kicked a thirty one yard field goal I think thirty one, thirty one. I thought they were a non kicking team. I'm not sure, man. They don't punt. You're either a kicking team or a non kicking team. There's two. Commit to two it. Two choices, dude. Commit to it. Um, Funny. Uh, you guys already know Funny. we are sponsored by Coach's Corner. They're our title sponsor. John Henderson and those guys over at Coach's Corner are now yes. doing breakfast six a.m. Uh, to ten a.m. Monday through Friday. Uh, check them out off of Victory Drive. If you're from Savannah or live in Savannah or have been in Savannah for longer than a week, you probably have heard of or have seen Coach's Corner. So, uh, you know, we don't need to tell you how to get to them, but you can get to them. Yeah. On Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Um, also, check out uh, the Carl DeMossi Sports Report, uh, who record they record over there on Wednesdays along with Rubbin' and Grubbin', the NASCAR podcast. Yeah. So, uh, if you're in to NASCAR, we definitely will not be fulfilling your needs yeah. here on the Hot Crits <laughs> podcast. So, you want to check out those guys at Rubbin' and Grubbin' for sure. They've got good energy over there at Rubbin' and Grubbin'. They do, yeah, they do. They, uh, they got a different energy and vibe than we do. Like, it's uh, can almost I like, ask you a question? Yeah. Um, uh, their names, again? I know producer Lawrence. I'm forgetting their names off top. Uh, so, am I Dan? Dan. Dan was one. Okay. The one in the sunglasses. Yeah. Did he or did he not have a mustache? He had facial hair. But did he have a mustache? I think so. We were right next to him for yeah. an hour. Yeah, yeah, I think he had like... I don't remember. I don't think he had... I, he had some trimmed up stuff. He had some He had some chop going on. Do you remember that Office episode where they're trying to figure out if Stanley has a mustache? It's like, <laughs> it's like season five, season six, season seven. They're like... <laughs> I still don't. Why, would you, I'm why saying, would you put me on the spot like this, dude? Like I have no I fucking. I have no fucking clue. I don't know either. I will say this about Coach's Corner and those guys. Like Coach's Corner has the best fucking wings in Savannah. If you disagree, go fuck yourself. They do have. They're really on good point. Wing. I, dude, I've spent a lot of time since they've been our title sponsor. I've spent a lot of time up there watching games. Yeah. And uh, we'll get into why. Like I've been, I've been betting a lot. You know. I've been moving and shaking, dude. I've been the one guy at the bar by myself. Like nobody talked to me. Don't don't, don't talk to me. Right. But there there is some good conversation to be had there. Don't get me wrong. But I've tried like every flavor of wings, honey Dijon barbecue, Mwah, bro. It is on point. It smokes every other wing in Savannah. Do you remember the bachelor party? Close. The bachelor party recap episode when you talked about the one the the finger wave. How long till you walk into Coach's corner and you can just finger wave them? Oh, oh, it's coming, dude. I, I've like, and they're like, oh, put the honey Dijon on. I just put the dude. I don't even say anything to the bartenders. Bro, I'm so here. I'm so focused when I'm in there. I just like. <laughs> they probably think I'm a dick because I'm just like, yeah, yeah, another one. I'm like super locked in on what I'm doing, whether it's fantasy or you know betting. And dude, I've been betting a lot lately. Have you been? Have you been? Have you been on your gambling streaks lately? No, no, no. Remember, I took. Remember, I took some pretty heavy L's. I went the yeah. 0 for four against you. 
then LeBron LeBroned me as he did yeah. all finals. Like he, if I bet against him, it doesn't matter what he does. He will win the game and I will not win the bet. Right. No matter so, what side I take. Uh, so I took that off and then I had that catast- catastrophe of a bet. Uh, Georgia Southern, 20 point favorites and they won by five. So I missed that Yikes. by Missed that by fourteen and a half points. Well, see, here's what I did. So I I put a I put a solid amount of money in. I won't say how much money in. I put a solid amount of money in, and uh, I've been playing like week to week, just like NFL games. I haven't really been touching the Braves. But and you're so, betting in a different way now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did some research in it. Did some research on it. Um, I'm saying you put your money where? Oh, in bookmaker. It's it's so it's an offshore Dot site. EU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, the way like I have been like putting it in through friends that have bookies and shit, but right. now now I've got it on like This is how I bet. Like I still bet manually through a bookie. Yeah. If not with like you or yeah, somebody yeah, yeah. else. Which but, go ahead. Which is tough. But dude, I so I put I put in a bet it was a parlay for the Braves the Braves to win on the money line. Game three? Game two. Game two. This was game two. Okay. I did I uh, we'll get there. I put a bet in for Braves to win game two, also for the over to hit, and for the Rays to win. And at the time, all three were underdog. Or, uh, excuse me, the Braves were underdog, and the Rays were underdog, and the over, obviously. So I hit on that, and that was huge. It, like, quadrupled my money. I put in way too big of a bet. I didn't know what I was doing yet. I hadn't put in, like, any research on, like, how to manage that, and it hit. So now I'm up almost triple what I put in. You know what I mean? And now I like I'm like okay real money like I gotta like I like cornered myself and I like fucking like did the unit thing I like did Google I googled figured out how much I should bet on each bet but I was feeling cocky yesterday on the Braves I think I, What's I think the I, unit thing so you, you, typically you want to bet like uh, especially if you're an amateur better you want to bet like one percent of your bankroll per bet unless you're like super confident in a bet ah uh, okay so I wasn't doing that at all okay 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 good right. All right, so yesterday I put, I'll I'll go ahead and say what I put down on this. I put fifty dollars on the Braves to win and the over to hit. That's for a game. That was game three. Now we're talking game three. Yeah, so I knew I lost fifty dollars by twenty minutes into the game yesterday. Yeah. Pretty heartbreaking, but it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't even like close to what I won. So it's it's all good, but you had the tough. over too. You hit the yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. I of smacked the, the over. <laughs> and the, before the team, before one team got to bat, you had already gotten the over. Yeah. Tough. Incredible. Tough. Um, I, I even texted you. I was like, well, if the Braves win, I, you know, I for sure win this bet. But. All right. We got, um, I'll give you a choice before we break. Okay. College football, Georgia, Alabama, Nick Saban has COVID, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we can wrap up on the Falcons and hit a couple other NFL things. Or I'll give you the floor for LeBron and the Lakers. Let's let's talk let's talk college football because I feel like that's what we're gonna have the least to say about just because it's one topic. Uh, Fair enough. Yeah, I, I actually want to hear your take on this Georgia Alabama matchup. I'm the better in me is taking Alabama, honestly. But I really feel as a Georgia fan. And what are they giving? Do you, I, I Alabama, think like I think it's seven. Huh. The better in me wants to take Alabama, but I will say as a Georgia fan, I don't think I've been this confident going up in Alabama in a long time. And that's saying something. Um, sorry. I was looking at my phone and I got a questionable text there. Um, I cut off Tinder premium, by the way. Oh, did you? Yeah. 
It was too much pressure on every swipe. We'll tag that in on the end. We'll get back to that. Whatever, yeah. But I figured you you should know, and and so should the listeners. Um, <laughs> I think Georgia is not going to beat Alabama because I think Alabama is better. But I, I'm more fascinated by how this thing works out with Nick Saban having coronavirus. Oh, what 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 kind of hedging are Alabama? And I was at the bar earlier today before we started recording. Not, yeah, not drinking. I was eating lunch at the bar, but uh, I, and sitting right next to an Alabama fan, and he starts talking about how if Georgia beats Alabama Saturday night in Tuscaloosa, eight p.m. CBS. Kirby Smart will not have beaten Nick Saban. And I have a hard that, time with that. That's not true. Yeah, that's not fair. It's still Nick Saban's team. It's Nick It's Nick Saban's team unquestionably. Yeah. I mean, it, and there are some coaches in college football where if they're not there and someone else is there, maybe I'll give it to you. Maybe yeah. I'll give you that argument. But not Nick Saban. Nick Saban's, Nick Saban's a program builder. He's a recruiter. You know, he runs the show. He's like a GM of the team. Almost. You know, he's never lost to one of his former assistants. Really? Never. That's fucking nuts. Never. Not one time. We should preface this by saying his team has never lost. Because if he does win, if he does lose, does it not count as his loss if he's it not would. there? That's it the would? That's Yeah. Oh, okay. It would count yeah, as his head coaching that. record. Like, fuck that. That's a, that's a win. Um, Who was saying that? Last year. Have him on. Call him. Last him year, on the phone. Hugh Freeze. Well, he, I also played golf with him today. I beat him by 12 strokes. <laughs> this guy, so. You know, take that for what it's worth. Typical Alabama fan. Um, I think uh, last year, Hugh Freeze, former Ole Miss head coach, now the head coach at Liberty, who Liberty ended up playing Georgia Southern at the end of the year. At the beginning of the season, I'm telling you, Hugh Freeze had some sort of, I don't know what it was, but he was in a hospital bed. Oh, yeah, that's right. And, like, he wasn't coaching the game, but, like, he was being streamed at halftime in the locker room yeah. to his team and, like, was... No, he was, like, involved. Involved? In no, the he was, like, heavily involved. I don't think he's, like... He was in a hospital bed up in the press box. Right. Not the press box, but, like, the coaching box. Right. Nuts. I fuck so with that, dude. So, are you telling me Nick Saban's not gonna be involved in yeah. playing Georgia Saturday night under the lights in Tuscaloosa? Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't think that's gonna fucking happen. Yeah. At all. Um, I, I do think Plus that, it's not like we don't have cell phones, dude. You know what I mean? I do mean? think like, that it's interesting to think that, that all the history of Georgia and Alabama of late, and, and I say history, uh, heartbreak for Georgia. I mean, really, the blackout game was the only lopsided game when Georgia chose to wear the blackout jerseys. Uh, let's, I'm going to guess here, 2008, 2009, something yeah. like that. And they got shellacked. Buried, yeah. The last time Georgia was in Tuscaloosa was 13 years ago, which is nuts. They play in the same conference. How's that possible? I guess they meet. They meet. They meet. In- I, when Texas A&M and Missouri came in, it was the same year that Georgia was scheduled to go back, which was 2000. Uh, it was 2011, I think. 2012, maybe. Weird. That was the same year that Georgia was scheduled to go back to Tuscaloosa, but it messed up the rotation and it sent them back again. Damn. I, it had something to do with that. Damn, that's so, a long time. Yeah, so 2007, which we remember is famously the one-and-done play for Georgia. And now it almost doesn't. Wait, how many fans are going to be there? 20,000? I, I guess it does matter. I don't then. know. Do you, think, <laughs> do you think Nick Saban, if they don't allow him in, does he come in? Like, Does he wear like a fake mustache and like, <laughs> sunglasses and no, stuff? No, like, no, no, that's not Nick. Or, He'll fucking... Wear some stilts under the shoes so he's actually tall. And, like, he's not going to be allowed to be there. That... 
That's all out of the question. How That's is not... Donald Trump already back? To... I don't understand COVID. I just don't well, understand Donald... <laughs> I don't think we should touch that. Dude. He had he just He just doesn't give a shit. That's it. That's it. Did you say you don't think we should touch it? Yeah. Who, dude, we will. I will. I will I mean, go around. Go, touch, 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 touch all you want. Touch all you want. But I don't want to. He doesn't give a shit. That's why. Does Saban? Ah, he's he's in a different little. You know, he can be fired. It's not. You know what I mean? Do you know he's the highest paid public employee in the state? Yeah. Yeah. Almost all the the football coaches. Power five. Yeah. Power five coaches. I'm assuming Georgia Kirby Smart is the highest paid Georgia employee. I'm assuming. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Certainly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's not Tom Crean. No, it's definitely <laughs> not Tom Crean. It's definitely. And I know you're a big listener, Tommy. Tommy C. So, love love to have you on soon. Shouts out. Keep grinding on the on the campaign tra- or Mar- the recruiting married trail. Married to one of the Harbaugh sisters, by the way. Really? Did you know that? Really? Yeah. Broke your mind. There, Interesting. Isn't, isn't that something? It's something. Yeah, it's something. Younger or older? Couldn't tell you. Um, Hell yeah. Georgia Southern was scheduled to play App State this week, which is a huge fucking game. And I know most people don't really like pay attention to Georgia Southern the way that, that like, you know, they pay attention to Georgia or Power 5 teams unless you went to Southern. But Georgia Southern and App State's a huge deal. That's set back and pushed back now to the same day that Florida LSU got pushed back, December 12th. So this week, Georgia Southern will play UMass and a cool little nugget here, I think, Really cool. Georgia Southern, much like Georgia, very traditional in what they wear and when they wear it. At home, you can guarantee they're wearing this as the helmet, this as the jersey, this as the pants. Georgia Southern's going to wear white on white this week, which is pretty unique. And they're Whoa. doing they're doing that because UMass doesn't have their away kits, their away uniforms yeah. fully in stock yet. Really? It's a real thing. Because of COVID? Like- I don't know. I don't know what. Why Dude, this you? is the second time you've brought up uniforms in the past. I just you're thought you're two was, for two. What else do you want from UMass and Georgia Southern besides that? Mm, nothing. All right, we'll take a break here on the backside. Uh, Spencer will rail on LeBron. Uh, I will rail on the Savannah City Golf Amateur Championship. You will rail on nothing. And how I'm going to beat Spencer in that in mid-November. And we will also talk a few other NFL nuggets, including Dak Prescott's injury, Tom Brady's fourth down, and. Uh, Le'Veon Bell being cut. We'll see you on the other side. Savannah's favorite sports podcast is now teaming up with Savannah's favorite sports bar. That's right, Trav. We're teaming up with Coach's Corner on Victory Drive, and we could not be more excited to be a part of their network. The Hogwarts podcast is now a part of Coach's Corner Sports Network, so check out Coach's Corner today. They're now serving breakfast Monday through Friday, 6 to 10.30 a.m. Check them out, 3016 East Victory Drive or 912-352-2933. All right, thanks for sticking with us on the other side. We will now talk about the NFL and the Falcons. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say that. That dumpster fire, dude. Which one, the NFL or the Falcons? Oh, the Falcons. Okay. NFL is actually doing pretty good. I don't know, dude. Like, the NFL is teetering here. We're playing games on Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. We got a a 4.30 p.m. Monday game scheduled for next week. They're giving us football, man. For now. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to get through 17 weeks. I don't know. They might have to pause. 
I can see that happening. But you made it. What what are we? Weeks week five. We made it through week five. They're like, adamant that they want to play. Uh, they they that they have an eighteen week slot to get sixteen games in. Oh, and I did just see. It was literally like right when we started recording. The Falcons players they've shut down the facility because you're shitting me. No, nah, like multiple players. So multiple players. Could, they should just forfeit. Could though. we like, give Dan? They Quinn, should just fucking forfeit. All they, right, hear me out on this. All right. If Dan Quinn's still the head coach, does it go down like that? <laughs> what? He couldn't close anything, dude. There's no way they could close. <laughs> uh, what'd you think? That's off the top. You think if what you think? You think if Dan Quinn Dan Quinn goes out to a bar, assuming he doesn't have a wife, which he definitely does. Dan Quinn goes out to a bar. He's like talking to a girl. He's chatting her up. She's really feeling it. And uh, he's like, "Yeah, you want to get out of here?" And like, right? She's like, "Yeah, let's go." She says, "Yes, I'd like to go home and have and then, sex with you." And then, like, right before they're about to leave, he goes to grab his keys and just spills a drink all over her. He or something. Up and he's like, yeah. "Oh, you're fat." <laughs> oh no, I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> this guy can't close for shit, dude. He had it. He had it. Your, your, your other buddy, Dan Quinn's other buddies at the were in this scenario. Dan Quinn has friends. Uh, <laughs> his buddies are at the bar betting like how how long you think it'll take. <laughs> how long? I don't know, man. She said that she wanted to go have sex dude, with him right now. Like she Danny, confirmed it. Danny, Dan, bro, stop. We told you to tie your shoes before you walked over there. You. <laughs> Uh, How's he going to fuck it up this time? Now dude? that he and fantasy football GM Thomas Dimitrioff are gone uh, after Mafia already yeah. canned them both, Matt Ryan and Julio Jones, are they both Falcons at the end of the season? Is one of them a Falcon or are neither of them a Falcon? I think you're going to hear a lot Trade of... Trade deadline is less than two weeks away. Yeah, you're going to hear a lot of noise about Matt Ryan getting traded. I don't see there I'm about, being... I'm about to create some of that noise. I don't see there being a huge market for Matt Ryan to get traded. I think it's far, far, far more likely that they would. What is hold on to a market for? He's got a huge Matt right, and I'm saying, what kind of team? It's would it, need would want a person like. Matt? See, that's the problem. A the, team that a doesn't have a long term quarterback. Yeah, I think. a the, team that B is already in the playoff hunt, or at least in the playoff hunt. That's pretty rare. Like you're in the playoff hunt, but you still don't have a quarterback. Yeah, that. Doesn't really exist right now. You know, who it would have. It would have. It would have exist if Derek Carr didn't come out and look great. Maybe like Gruden it, would be the kind of guy. That the, yeah, exactly. Guy. That if if somebody like that was playing like shit, if Matt Ryan's contract is ginormous. If yeah, if the Colts looked a little bit worse, I would be like, I thought about the Colts. Yeah, but there's no. I mean, there's. I just don't see there being more. I don't see that happening. Why? You got a lot of money already committed to the quarterback position. Jerry Jones doesn't mind spending it. Mm. I mean, I'm just saying, look, I don't know. Prescott's not there next year. I mean, he might be, but he's not there as of now. Yeah. He's not signed. He's a free agent as for next year. Yeah. He signed that stupid ass franchise tag. That was his fucking fault. Yeah. Uh, They're going to get it done. I, I would I would think they so. They did it though. They had seven months to get it done before and they did it. It came down the last day they had to tag him. Now, Prescott wanted, I mean, well, he's going to get $28 million. It's tough to walk away from that yeah. one year, but he walked away from I think two hundred and twenty on the table. Tough. Matt Ryan signed for like two more years though. Dude. I think he's yeah. There's like over forty five million. Yeah, it's it's a lot of money. Yeah, it's a lot, but. So I mean, you one you have to be a big believer in Matt Ryan, which I'm not sure. If a Dallas shit offered, ton of GMs if are. Dallas offered their their, uh, they have a stud, 
young linebacker. I forget his name. He has long dreads. Yeah. He's good. If they offered him in a third for Matt Ryan. Oh, well, we would take that immediately. But nobody's going to – nobody. That's the that's the thing, dude. In the NFL, it's not like trading star players isn't like trading star players in the NBA. Yeah, you don't right. get the same return. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody's. But you dump all that money. Too. Yeah, all that money comes off your book. That's I mean that's the big thing. That's the I, big I, kicker. I just, and you lose games. And also, Matt Ryan's gonna Matt Ryan's gonna win four games this year. If you're, he's gonna win five games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another thing too. If you get rid of Matt Ryan, now you're even now you're further really going for Trevor chin. Lawrence or Justin Fields. I mean, how whatever you like. You, I'm order, not gonna get into the yeah. I don't. I don't give a shit either way. But in order to get Trevor Lawrence, you have to get the number one pick. Once you're zero and five, you want the number one pick. Period. Because you're like, not making the playoffs. We both agree. Even if who's the best quarterback? If the Chiefs got the number one overall pick, they still have to draft. Yeah, Trevor trade him. Yeah. Yeah. But so you, in order to get the number one, in order to get Lawrence, you have to have number one. Yeah. We both agree on that. Yeah. So even if you're the third worst team in the NFL, you probably got a shot at Fields. You probably got a shot at Justin Fields, who, you know, originally committed to Georgia from Harrison High School in Georgia, in Kennesaw. Yeah. That could work. That'd be cool. But here's the thing. If I'm a Falcons fan, you have to – you got to pick away, man. You got to you gotta get rid of Julio. And also, Matt Ryan, don't you think – That was do, the – Do they sort of owe him the chance to get traded and go win? Yeah. I mean, they, uh, they hasn't do. Hasn't he done enough? I would well, like, hasn't he suffered enough? I wish they would just buy him out and let him go sign somewhere. That that would be the ideal situation for Matt Ryan. I, yeah, but I'm not letting him walk for nothing. No, no I mean, way. I wouldn't either. I don't I don't wish that actually as a Falcons fan, but like as a Matt Ryan fan, I want to see him do well. And I want for him, yeah. yeah. But that'd be unprecedented. But Julio Jones, uh, getting back to that, Julio Jones is the most likely of the two for me to get traded because obviously— I have no idea what his contract looks like. But I mean, you can stomach that. I mean, who, he could help. He like, yeah. He, I mean, Julio Jones is an elite wide receiver. Yeah, and there's so many more teams that are in playoff contention that can use Julio Jones. There's going to be a much bigger market for Julio Jones than there ever would be for Matt Ryan. I would think. I'm not a fucking NFL expert, well, but just wider, off the well, I just went way down. Yeah, you my, did. Uh, <laughs> sliding. You're doing a great job now. of facing the microphone too. I just wanted to tell you that. Are you being sarcastic? Or are you... No, 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 no. You're doing great. Oh, thanks. I'm being, uh, what's the word? Condescending, but you are doing good. I'll take that. Yeah. A condescending compliment? Yeah. I'll take that. Um, Julio Jones would benefit greatly from like a big-time receiver going down. I'm trying to think right now off the top of my head. like, Or, or you know, depending on what his contract looks like, even someone like Cincinnati. Cincinnati could really use Julio Jones. Julio Jones would like, hate that. Why well, would you? Would you hate going to get Joe Burrow throwing you footballs? You're not making the playoffs this year, man. No, not this year. Yeah, neither he are wants, the Falcons. Yeah, he wants to go somewhere. I, if I were him, I'd want to go somewhere where I compete. Some immediately. guys would rather want to go somewhere where they're going to play in a better offense, or they're imagine going to, they're he, going to get more targets. Imagine Belichick grabbed Julio Jones. That's a move he would make. Yeah, and he would fleece them. He would fleece the Falcons in a deal, 100%. He'd get like Rex Burkhead in a ninth. Yeah. <laughs> ninth. <laughs> yeah. They only have seven. <laughs> hilarious. Um, Dak Prescott injury was... <laughs> hilarious. Dude, you said that to your own joke. <laughs> uh, Dak Prescott got Fuck really you. hurt. Dude, did you see he that? He did, man. Did you see that? that he was did. That was sad as shit, dude. Brutal. I was, oh, dude, dude, at I one was... point in time, I was watching a TV... After that, and it was on mute because the, the Dolphins beat the yeah. shit out of the Niners later that afternoon. So I'm watching the Dolphins on mute, and, and they cut to – it was either Phil Simms or Boomer Esiason. And I'm listening to something on Twitter as well, and it's the other one. 
Yeah. It's either Phil Simms or Boomer Esiason. And, it, and, and it, there was like a split second moment where I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Which one is Phil Simms? Which one's Boomer Esiason? And they're both talking about Dak Prescott's injury. Like, they, dude, those – I didn't even know they both played in New York. Yeah. They're the same person. Phil Simms and Boomer Esiason are. Uh, Boomer Esiason, I, I, uh, I recognize him in a Cincinnati Bengals uniform, though. That's his main team, right? Boomer? I, I think know. so. Who fucking cares? I don't know. But, dude – I wanted to talk about the Dak Prescott thing for a second. And then you're going to tell me about something that happened in the Tom Brady game? How did I miss this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get that. Dude. Tampa Bay. I don't know how you missed that. It's all anybody could talk about. It was fucking hilarious. We'll get to that. Okay. So whenever whenever I saw Dak's injury, I was actually at Coach's Corner, and I was pay, paying attention to Sponsor a different— alert. Shout out Coach's yeah, Corner. Yeah, shout out Coach's guy. Corner, man. Good shit over there. Good wings. Honey Dijon must, uh barbecue, excuse me. So I was paying attention to the small TV— furthest on the left of the bar i'm by myself you know chilling because you're not with me so if you're not with me i'm usually by myself anyway i'm not looking at the big the big screens where this is going down dax uh dax injury is going down i've got money on this one game and i'm the only one watching it i don't remember what game it was whatever i had the over yeah so I'm, i'm the only one watching it i don't see the injury go down i just hear people freaking the fuck out and there's a lot of cowboys fans there like a shit ton of them yeah shit ton of them which maybe we shouldn't say that. People might not go. No, but, I mean, there's Cowboys fans everywhere. Yeah, true, true, true. But, okay. So this dude, I'm I'm guessing somebody was like an anti-Cowboys fan and said something like, that's what he gets. Or, you know, oh, something like negative. Oh, no. Because it wasn't a brawl, but it was like a screen. Like, people were cursing this dude out. Like, rightfully so. Don't be a dick, especially uh. in a sports bar. But it was like down the. Yes, don't be a don't be a cupcake in a sports bar either. I guess, but I mean no, but I mean there's like you know there's like kids there, dude. It's not like it's not like just like a plain sport. There's the bar side, but there's also the restaurant. This was over on the restaurant side, so these people are freaking out, and then I hear them like "fuck you." Yeah, dude, it was wild, and I still had no idea what was going on. I had to catch the replay. Like the, I asked the guy next to me, it was fucking crazy, but. That actually was uh, the same night as the Tom Brady thing, I think, right? Which is, what is the Tom Brady thing? Okay, all right, know. all right. So, on the last drive of the game... Tampa Bay versus... Yes, they're down by a score. Tom Brady's trying to bring him... Uh, I don't remember who it was. Was it the Chargers? No. Uh, it might have been the Chargers. This is great radio. Who gives a shit? It doesn't matter. All right, what, what matters is Tom Brady fucked up and Tom Brady never fucks up. This was a mental mistake, all right? So, he's driving down He's driving down the field, third, third in like seven or so... Incomplete pass. He hurries to the line, calls another play, and incomplete. And he then behaves like they still have the ball. Like, it's fourth down. He, he went, went full J.R. Smith. He's, like, trying to get up to the line and, like, call another play. And somebody tells him. And he, you can see, like, he's confused and he's holding up a four. Like, very obviously didn't know it was fourth down. And they played, they downplayed it later. But it was, like, so obvious to everyone. So he fucked up. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, they, I'm guessing. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, dude. You I'm, don't see that. From yeah, no, no, no. And well, he, numbers are he also had, like, it was, he granted, he almost hit, he almost hit Gronkowski. Like, a, it was a long pass. He almost hit him on the fourth down. But he took a shot. When he had a wide open guy for the first down, well, let me so ask, it was like it actually p- played into his decision making on the play. It was wild. was it late enough in the game where they would have punted on fourth? No, this they, was they the last go. drive. They were gonna go. It's okay. the last drive. Because I was about to say maybe he just took the Gene Clemens apl- approach. 
we're not punting. No. No, dude. Oh, no, no. Four down offense. No, no, dude. And like I said, he had he had he had Gronk over the middle and it was a tough catch to make. It was a tough throw, but he had a check down that was wide open for the first down and he didn't go to the check down. So it's like he really fucked up. Other teams that could use Matt Ryan, San Francisco. Mm. I'm just they, saying. I mean, they're, they're, you're they're giving like, up on Jimmy G that quick? I, do you think Matt Ryan's like clearly better than Jimmy G? Jimmy yeah, G's I younger. Do. I think Matt Ryan's like clearly. That a sends player. a bad message to Jimmy G if you do that. I mean, you're, you're done with him. Send him back to Atlanta. You think? I don't know. I'm just saying there's options. They're going to have time, but there's options. Um, before we, I think they could win a Super Bowl. Before we let you... We're going to close out the NBA season. We'll let you lead off with your LeBron take and where he stands. My mind has changed on that again. Which, the, you're a prisoner of the fucking moment, dude. And Do you before know that? we get to that, uh, Brady Electric. Since 1970, Brady Electric has served Savannah in industrial, residential, and commercial electrician needs. Uh, they are at 1104 East 35th Street. You can contact them at 912 233 1561 check out Braddy electric if you look online google any kind of reviews for electricians in savannah it is Braddy electric and everybody else I yeah mean, it is really truly that simple when you look at ratings and stuff like that they are by far the best rated best reviewed most oft used i think and when you have when friendly. you have work done on your house like you don't want people you don't want anybody shady and you definitely don't want anybody that's going to run you up you know I, what i mean dude, and i don't want like and, and i'm not like uh, oh, this this guy looks like a shady character. That's yeah. not really me because, like, look at me right now. Yeah, you're a little shady. I look shady. You like, definitely got money on something right now. <laughs> yeah, you know dude, what I mean? that is undeniably true. Yeah. Um, so, like, I'm not usually that guy, but Braddy Electric, like, consistently the reviews always say, nicest guys, the guys yeah. clean up after themselves, and they do, they they start when they say they're going to start, yeah. they finish when they say they're going to finish. And they've been, in, they, they've been a name in Savannah forever. So, I mean, Since if you... Since 1970. Look them up, get your work done, you know. You know you got you know you got some kind of fuse blown and you don't know what the shit you're doing with it. Stop don't even playing with it. Yeah, yeah, stop playing with it. Go ahead and call the professionals. Call Braddy Electric. That's two D's. Braddy Electric nine one two two three three fifteen sixty one today. Tell me why I Spencer. Maddox well, dude, I love how you. I love how you fucking. Once I started going, you you started to say the one thing that I can't interrupt you on, which is an ad read. <laughs> I needed that. Yeah, you got dude. I needed a fuck moment. you for being the prisoner of dude. You're better than that. Man, can you at least give the listeners okay. some backstory? So, so we did ten episodes on the Last Dance because we had nothing else to talk about because coronavirus tried to the the Chinese virus. Some of you believe, yeah. tried to fuck us, dude. At some point but, in time, you people need to go back and listen to those episodes. Like, really go listen to. Like, I think it starts like Last Dance recaps. Yeah, start like maybe like episode, it's like episode three, dude. Six? No, five? no, no, no. It was super early. Okay, but then we did them every week. Yeah. All right, so the the I main point of that out, is you started out like teetering LeBron Jordan, right? Best of all time. Yeah, you I were like one A one B, right? Yeah. All right. After the last dance, you were like, "Fuck that is MJ." I said it on the podcast. Okay. So I was like, "They got me, dude." I think it's MJ. <laughs> I knew it was MJ beforehand, and I think, I think like basketball purists, most of them still consider MJ to be. I would say it's like. Like sixty five, thirty five. Yeah, and granted, like there's granted there's a lot of thirty and five percent. There's a lot record. of like older people and a lot of haters in that in that uh fucking demographic. Same thing but for Jack and Tyler. Just for me, it's 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 a it's a number. It's not just like a stats thing. It's a winning thing. Like I can make the argument to you that MJ's better. In my mind, I said this before the finals. You'll remember this. There wasn't this wasn't this one wasn't going to do it. 
the next one's not really going to do it for you. If he three-peats, yes. If he three-peats, he's over the top. He has to but get to six total. He has to get to six total, but he has to do it. It's Oh, my God. You're saying he has to do it in a certain amount of time now? No, dude. He's, I mean, he needs – he can't – Lose, if he wins seven NBA he can't titles, lose would another you say one. He's the greatest of all time. No, it's, really, it, dude, he can't lose another one. He That's gets the thing. For getting there, right? You can't just penalize eh? him for losing in the finals. He gets it. You get second place trophies, bro. You get like Jack Nicholas. What do we say about him? He won eighteen majors, sure, but we know that he came in second nineteen times. I don't of give a shit that about mattered. that. That matters. I don't give dude. a that shit. Matters. It matters, but I it don't. Matters. What, he's he's the best all time because of the eighteen. Okay, so if LeBron gets to seven, yeah, more than Mike, best of all time. But dude, you got to look at it as, as like a boxer. An L matters. An L matters. Matters, especially when the guy that's ahead of you is six and zero. All right, what about this? And it all matters. Like in Let's... baseball, if the ball is never hit to you, or if you if you only get to the ball that's hit right at you, yeah, you're going to make fewer errors than, say, Andrelton Simmons, who's going to get to all these different balls and then occasionally throw it away because he maybe should have never even gotten to the ball. <laughs> LeBron has gotten to the finals. What a fucking wild-ass parallel Listen, you just did. If he doesn't get to the finals, like last year, he's not penalized at all for that. Yeah, because he, he didn't make the. Well, playoffs. listen, dude. Most most like basketball heads don't penalize him for the first one that he lost. Jordan didn't he make was, the playoffs for like how long? Yeah, mo- yeah. Most didn't even make them. Most people don't penalize LeBron for that first one that he lost. I think it was oh seven, oh seven, when he lost with Cleveland. Most people don't talk about that one. That one gets shoved to the. Of course, we don't he give got, a they shit. Got swept. He was a baby. They got swept. He was a fucking kid. Yeah. And he clearly was overmatched. No, like 07 was Celtics, right? No, that's 07, 08. Oh, you're thinking 06, 07. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was, I think that was David yeah. Robinson's last year. Yeah, was, the Heat were in it 2006. That was when, then, they, when they absolutely robbed the Mavs. Yeah. The Heat shot 60 more free throws in that series. 60 Yikes. More. Anyways. Anyway, not, not getting away, but his ugly marks, and they haven't gone away from his resume, are losing to losing to Dirk, losing to Kawhi, and then going zero and two against granted the greatest team that's all of all time, the the greatest talent ever assembled. Excuse the me, Warriors. the Warriors. Of course, he went zero and two against Durant and Curry together. He beat Steph, which is his best one. That one's that Where one's his this one rank? that one's his crown. It's it's his fourth. It's not even close. Oh, what? It's not even close, dude. Dude, but they eased through and the, and then that that's that's game, why they didn't play the best teams you're penalizing them because of i'm not how penalizing him played. i'm not penalizing him it's worth something it's worth a lot but it's not his best one it doesn't put you over the top does it no fuck no i don't think michael jordan's bulls quarantine in orlando for that long and win a title, they, there's no way we heard. We've heard about Michael. I don't know, dude. He would. I don't, not, I don't. I don't. I don't know about all that, dude. I'm not. I'm, I'm not even comparing LeBron and Michael. I'm, I'm not. I don't know about the the fucking the 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 extra stuff surrounding the bubble. I'm just talking about the teams he played. That's all I'm talking okay, about. Okay. Well, what I'm talking it, about is even more basic. LeBron versus Michael. This is more LeBron. Michael Jordan could not have done what LeBron James just did. There is no way know. he could have I don't know. I can't, he couldn't even stay in a city I, without I going even, to Atlantic City. I can't, I can't even Williams argue that. Lou Williams did before it was a Lou Williams thing. I can't even argue that. I, all I can do is argue the on-the-court stuff. All I'm saying, and I've stood firm on this, if he had beat— I'm back to being a LeBron James guy. <sighs> fuck that, dude. If he had beat Kevin Durant one time, one of the two times, he's unquestionably the greatest player of all time. 
but I do not I do not believe in my heart of hearts that if Michael Jordan's Bulls had faced those teams, maybe not, you know, the same thing. You know what I mean? Maybe not in the same era, whatever. Whatever you want to say, it's not the same. But I don't think if they had faced an equally as talented team as those Warriors that they would have went 0-2. I don't believe it. Michael Jordan was the consummate competitor. He fucking went off every chance he got. And LeBron's not, he's hes just not that guy, dude. It sucks, but he's hes not like the finisher that Jordan was. And he didn't, he doesn't intimidate you in the same way, Jordan. I'm sorry, man. He's just not that guy. And there's no way, if you, if you know that, there's no way you can look past it. So that's my take. We'll leave it right there, but but I think that debate is is unsettled. And again, it's, again, it's unsettled. He's still if playing. We meet again in ten episodes. If we meet again in ten episodes, which we will, because we have a billion course to go, <laughs> one million seasons, one billion episodes. Um, my mind might be back. It could be back on LeBron or back on Jordan. You're crazy. By that man. Time. It's not. Right, one more he thing at least has to win two in a row. One more thing we, we need talking. to talk about, and it's golf related. Now, I've been thinking and considering about playing in the Savannah. City Amateur Championship. But as you were just giving that ridiculous LeBron take, um, I, I looked up the dates. Uh, and the dates for the City Am uh, at beautiful Bacon Park uh, are November 14th and 15th. And, and in preparation for this segment, as you were just talking, I was like, hmm, that does sound... Those two dates sound weird. Yeah. I don't know why that sounds familiar. I just realized... 20 seconds ago. That's Saturday and Sunday of the 2020 Masters. Oh. I don't know if I'm going to play anymore. I'm going to play. I don't think I can. I'm going to play. What if it's what if Tiger's winning on Sunday? I'll represent the pod, dude. What if Tiger's winning on Sunday? And I'll shoot enough for both of us, don't worry. If Tiger's winning I'm terrified now. Now I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. Because I really want to play in that city and because I want to show all you punks listening that I am a good You can just record the beat. Masters, man. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Yeah. Think about what happened last year. What if it happens again? Like, what if something like that happens? I don't want to miss that. Are you shitting me? I don't know. Tiger's going to win another one. I, I, I say that, but I would never record anything. Like, I'm not recording guy. I I, never, I'm not I would recording just, guy I would just I've been Google watching it. everything on my phone. I would just I've been Google watching it. everything on yeah. my phone. And you could do that on the course, too. Like, you could have it playing, like, right there in the cart. Why not? I don't know. Uh, if I do play in it, it's, you do get to drive carts. Um, but I will be requesting a caddy. Yeah. So maybe one of I'll be bringing one caddy for me. I would require you, obviously, to wear a three-piece suit uh, while caddying. Uh, you won't have to actually carry the bag or anything, but I'd, I'd need you <laughs> to pull the pin when I ask. Um, that's it for me, Spencer, unless you got something no, else. No, that's it, man. koozies or something? Oh, dude. We got so many fucking koozies, we ordered bro. Hot Grits Podcast koozies. Shout out Bahama mm. Joe's. No free ads, but shout out Bahama Joe's. All your whiskey on the rocks is going to be so cold, dude. Yeah, we're going to be flipping them out all month. Uh. Halloween, dude, you better, like, you're probably not going to be able to walk 10 feet without seeing a Hot Grits Podcast koozie. They're all free. They're all for you guys. Uh, and they're all for promotion of the best sports podcast in Savannah. Uh, and we didn't say that. That's what our promotional flyers say. So that I'm not the one saying that. Um, anything else from you, Penny? No, nah, that's that's it for me, man. All right. Uh, until next time, thank you guys for listening to episode 31 of the Hot Grits Podcast. Uh, find us on Apple or Spotify. Rate us five stars only. Tell your friends, only your cool friends. Find us on Twitter at Podcast Grits. Email hotgritspod at gmail.com. Uh, until then, stay safe and wash your hands, you filthy animals. Peace.
That was good. Good job. Good shit. <laughs> Cut that before it gets too big. Dude, these files have been...